Hello, this is Brother Walter Terrell with the Sowing and Reaping audio podcast. Thank you so much for joining in today. Today we're going to be looking in the book of Matthew, chapter number 3, verse number 1, down through verse number 17. So if it's where you can, grab your Bibles and let's look in Matthew chapter number 3. And if you can't, just follow along and listen as we begin to read from the book of Matthew. Here we find verse number 1. The Bible says, In those days came John the Baptist, preaching in the wilderness of Judea, and saying, Repent ye, for the kingdom of heaven is at hand. For this is he that was spoken of by the prophet Isaiah, saying, The voice of one crying in the wilderness, Prepare ye the way of the Lord, make his path straight. And the same John had his raiment of camel's hair and a leathern girdle about his loins, and his meat was locust and wild honey. Then went out to him, Jerusalem and all Judea and all the region round about Jordan, and were baptized of him in Jordan, confessing their sins. But when he saw many of the Pharisees and Sadducees come to his baptism, he said unto them, O generation of vipers, who hath warned you to flee from the wrath to come, bring ye forth meat, uh, therefore fruits meet for repentance. And think not to say within yourselves, We have Abraham to our father. For I say unto you, that God is able of these stones to raise up children unto Abraham. And now also the axe is laid unto the root of the trees. Therefore every tree which bringeth not forth good fruit is hewn down and cast into the fire. I indeed baptize you with water unto repentance, but he that cometh after me is mightier than I, whose shoes I am not worthy to bear. He shall baptize you with the Holy Ghost and with fire, whose fan is in his hand, and he will thoroughly purge his floor, and gather his wheat into the garner, but he will burn up the chaff with unquenchable fire. Then cometh Jesus from Galilee to Jordan unto John to be baptized of him. But John forbade him, saying, I have need to be baptized of thee, and comest thou to me? And Jesus answered and said unto him, Suffer it to be so now, for thus it becometh us to fulfill all righteousness. Then he suffered him. And Jesus, when he was baptized, went straight up, went straightway out of the water, and lo, the heavens were opened unto him, and he saw the Spirit of God descending like a dove and lighting upon him. Verse 17 says, And lo, a voice from heaven, saying, This is my beloved Son, in whom I am well pleased. That's all I'm going to be reading today. Thank you for joining me, reading Matthew chapter number 3, verse number 1, down through verse number 17. As we read those, we find that we have the account of John the Baptist, who was the forerunner of the Jesus Christ. He was given the task of preparing the way for the Lord. Uh, this was a time of great importance for the early church. Because, you see, uh, Jesus Christ was soon to begin his earthly ministry. Jesus was not the typical, or rather, John was not the typical man of the day, man of God in that day. As a matter of fact, John the Baptist was very unorthodox in his presentation of the gospel of the Lord Jesus Christ. He went against the grain of the religious leaders of that time. And, friend of mine, it's like this. Uh, we need some men and women, boys and girls, to go against the grain of the world, to go against the religious sect of the world, and just preach Jesus. Jesus and follow the Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. And we find here that um, 
the religious crowd, they were caught up in religious ceremony, and they really was not ready to hear the gospel. But John took his message to anyone who would listen. And I don't know about you, but I am increasingly concerned today about the way the gospel of the Lord Jesus Christ is being presented. Are you and I really sharing the gospel message, or do we just have a form of godliness and denying the power thereof? But I don't know. I don't know about all that just now. But here's what I want to do today. I want to look at the message that John the Baptist preached. I want to look at the message of this wilderness preacher and the impact of his ministry. And today, with the help of the Lord, I want to talk to you about the preacher of the wild. The preacher of the wild. First of all. Look back with me in verse number one, verse number two, you will see the preacher of the wild's message. What message was it that he had? Well, in verse number one and two, we read, In those days came John the Baptist, preaching in the wilderness of Judea, and saying, Repent ye, for the kingdom of heaven is at hand. You see, John's message was simple and to the point. He said, Repent ye, for the kingdom of God is is at hand. He boldly declared that man must repent of their sin and turn to Almighty God. This was met with much resistance because you see most uh, of the people that day did not accept Christ as the Messiah. And today, unfortunately, uh, we live in a day and time, my friend, where many people don't accept Christ as their Lord and Savior. And like I said before, I'm going to say it again. We need men, women, and boys and girls who will tell the world that there is a heaven to gain and a hell to shun. We need men who will preach repentance to a lost and dying world. The Bible says in 1 Corinthians uh, chapter 1, verse number 23, uh, but we preach Christ crucified unto the Jews a stumbling block and unto the Greeks foolishness. Jesus Christ himself, my friend, preached the message of repentance. He said to Nicodemus in John 3 and verse 3, except a man be born again, he cannot see the kingdom of God. In verse number 6, that which is born of the flesh is flesh, and that which is born of the spirit is spirit. And verse number 16, uh, for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, that whosoever believeth in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. You see, for Man must repent of sin and receive Jesus Christ for salvation. This was John's message in that day, and it should be our message today. And so we see the preacher of the wild's message. Uh, secondly today, we see the preacher of the wild's manner. <clears throat> the preacher of the wild's manner. Verse number three and verse number four. For this is he that was spoken of by the prophet Isaiah, saying, The voice of one crying in the wilderness, Prepare ye the way of the Lord. Make his path straight. And the same John had his raiment of camel's hair and a leather girdle about his loins, and his meat was locusts and wild honey. You see, John was not ordained of men, but John was ordained of God to be the forerunner of Jesus Christ. He was a man very different from the Pharisees and Sadducees of his day. You see, they were very religious men, and if somebody once said it, and that's why they were sad, you see. <laughs> Corny joke time, right? <laughs> but anyway, they were very religious men of their day. Um, and so we find not only were they were religious men of their day, they were empty religious. They had a very empty religion. They had no faith in Jesus Christ. John didn't associate himself with this empty show of religion. He was preaching. He was not preaching in the temples. He was not preaching in the synagogues, but rather John the Baptist, he preached in the wilderness and the countryside. And can I put it like this? He was a down-to-earth, 
good old country preacher. Amen. That's what John the Baptist was, this preacher of the wild. His dress was also very different from those of religious sect. Uh, he didn't have on long robes and a, and a big hat, like a, like a, I don't know what you would call that thing. Uh, but anyhow, he didn't have all that on, but he did have, uh, he separated himself from this self-religion form of dead religion and the need for such men and the need for churches is very needful in our day and time. We are plagued with those who have a form of godliness, but they deny the power thereof. Churches will try every type of program, every type of activity, or even entertain to draw a crowd, and all the while leaving the soul lost and undone without God, bound for the devil's help. Let me say this, friend. There's absolutely, positively nothing wrong with having a program. God said you should do things decent and in order. God is a God of decency. He's a God of order. But friend of mine, listen, program's not going to get the job done. Having all kinds of activity uh, and, and, and uh, for the kids and for the adults and all that is not going to get the job done. It must be the gospel of the Lord Jesus Christ. It's going to call men to repentance. Amen. It's the gospel that's the most important thing. Not a hot dog and not uh, and not uh, activity in the church and not, not this, that, and the other, but friend of mine, the gospel of the Lord Jesus Christ, that's what gets the job done. And again, I'm not knocking any of that. Uh, when I was a youth pastor, I did a lot of those things. But friend, the most important thing that you and I can give is the gospel of the Lord Jesus Christ. And I don't know about you, my friend. I'm not interested in being like the modern churches of our day. I want our ministry. I want our lives, those who are born again, to be a place and a person and a people where the gospel is being presented and the gospel is being preached where sinners are saved and the saints are stirred for the glory of God. Amen. And so the preacher of the wild's manner is he presented the gospel. He did not run with a religious sect. He did not conform to their little, uh, uh, their little cliques. Amen. Can I put it like that? And let me tell you this. I for one hate cliques in the church. I for one, and I know we got our circle of friends and that's fine. But friend of mine, don't leave anybody else out if they want to be your friend. I mean, if they're, you get to know them, of course, if they're troubled, then yeah. But here's the thing, friend. Clicks is what's ruining a lot of our churches today. A little click here and a little click there. Here, click, there, click, everywhere, click, click. You know what I mean? But a friend of mine, John the Baptist, this preacher of the wild, he didn't run with the camp. He didn't run with the show. He didn't run with a certain group. He didn't run with a certain evangelist. He didn't He didn't run with uh, an evangelist who has a ministry named after him. No, he ran with people. He ran with himself. He didn't call it John the Baptist Ministries, by the way. No, no, this was all about God, amen? This preacher of the wild's ministry, this preacher of the wild's manner. And speaking of the preacher of the wild's ministry, let's look at that for just a moment. Verses 5 and 6. Then went out to him, Jerusalem, and all Judea, and all the region round about Jordan, and were baptized to him in Jordan, confessing their sins. You see, John's ministry was one was not one that was dead in the water, but was alive and thriving for God. It was not about him. And again, I, I said it before and I said it again without apology. He did not call it John the Baptist Ministries. Amen. No, he didn't. It was all about God. Amen. It was all about him. He wasn't reaching. He was reaching people 
for Christ. This was his goal. This was his purpose in life. And friend of mine, the success of ministry will not be measured by the salary we receive. It will not be the by the size of the church that we pastor, or it will not be how well we are known. Absolutely not. The success of any ministry will be measured by the souls that are saved and the souls that are reached for the Lord Jesus Christ. The key to that success is to preach the word of God without compromise, with a love and a compassion for sinful men. We have talked about some of the gimmicks that are being used to draw a crowd, but friend, we don't need committees. We don't need study groups to evaluate this problem. No, what the churches need is for the word of God to be preached. That will get the job done, my friend. God's word will convict man's heart. And this preacher of the wild, he did exactly that. He preached Christ and him crucified. Well, the preacher of the wild, we've seen his ministry. We've seen his manners. We've seen his message. But also now we see his mandate, verses 7 through 12. He immediately confronted sin and its source. He challenged the religious pretenders regarding their faith in Christ. You see, verse 7 and 8, But when he saw many of the Pharisees and Sadducees come to his baptism, he said unto them, O generation of vipers, who hath warned you to flee from the wrath to come? Verse number 8 says, Bring forth therefore fruit, meat for repentance. John knew their hearts were not right with the Lord. And we find the experience in verse number nine. And think not to say within yourselves, we have Abraham to our father. For I say unto you that God is able of these stones to raise up children unto Abraham. Salvation was not inherited simply because they were Jews. It was not earned based upon their relationship to Abraham. You see, friend of mine, salvation must be experienced within the heart. You cannot get to heaven riding on somebody else's coattail. You must be born again. It must be a change of heart. Verse number 10, the evidence. And now also the axe is laid unto the root of the trees. Therefore, every tree which bringeth not forth good fruit is hewn down and cast into the fire. Their hearts were already known of the Lord. He knew their desire and their relationship to him. The saved would produce fruit revealing uh, their, the change that has taken place within the heart. Our salvation is not based on or earned by our works, but those who belong to the Lord will in fact produce fruit for him and will want to do a work for him. Amen. James chapter 2 verse 17 and 18 says, Even so faith, if it hath not works, is dead being alone. Yea, a man may say thou hast faith and I have works. Show me thy faith without thy works. I will show thee my faith by my works. You see, salvation will cause you to work for the Lord. Salvation will produce fruit. Well, we also see verse number 12, the evaluation of the preacher of the wild's mandate, whose fan is in his hand, and he will thoroughly purge his floor and gather his wheat into the garner, but he will burn up the chaff with unquenchable fire. You see, Jesus knows all who belong to him. As he returns to claim his own, only those who are saved by the good grace of God will be accepted. When the rapture of the church takes place, my friend, those who have been born again are going to be flying out of here. We're getting out of here. We're being raptured out of here. Amen, hot dog, yahoo, and hallelujah too. I'm glad I'm going to be among the ones uh, when the saints go marching in. Amen. And I hope you are too. And here's the thing. Uh, Jesus is coming back for those who are saved. All of the saved and only the saved will inherit inter eternal life. The wheat will be gathered into the barn and the chaff will be consumed in the everlasting fire and torment. And this was the preacher of the wild's mandate, uh, all of what I just said. Well, last of all today, let me say this. Number one, we see the preacher's message. We see the preacher's manner. We saw the preacher of the wild's ministry. We saw the preacher of the wild's mandate. But last of all today, 
Let's look at the preacher of the wilds, Messiah. Verse number 13 through 17. Or verse 16 through 17. And Jesus, when he was baptized, went up straightway out of the water, and lo, the heavens were opened unto him, and he saw the Spirit of God descending like a dove and lighting upon him. And verse 17 says, And lo, a voice from heaven saying, This is my beloved Son, in whom I am well pleased. You see, John the Baptist was not promoting himself. Let me say it again a third time. He did not call it John the Baptist Ministries. Absolutely not. No way, no how. He did not call it the First Baptist Church of Jerusalem. Uh Uh-uh. He was not preaching church membership. He was not preaching about himself. He was not uh, a preacher of religious affiliation. He was preaching Christ and Him crucified and uh, preaching Christ and all that would hear. He was preaching about the Messiah, our blessed Redeemer. And friend of mine, if you hear nothing else, I pray that you hear this, that you will hear Christ and you will see Christ, the one who died for the sins of the world. He is the one that we need to focus on. If I haven't presented Christ, then I have failed most miserably in my preaching. I have failed most miserably in my walk with the Lord. I have failed most miserably in my salvation, my friend. We must preach Christ. Jesus Christ said in John chapter number 12 and verse number 32, And I, if I be lifted up from the earth, will draw all men unto me. Not if Walter Terrell is lifted up. Not if somebody else is lifted up. This is not Walter Terrell Ministries. Absolutely absolutely not. I am a missionary with the Rock of Ages. I know that. But it's even not about the name. It's about the about our Savior, the Messiah, and the preacher of the wild. He made his ministry about the Messiah, the Lord Jesus Christ. You see, this is the message of the gospel in a simple phrase. He came to earth to become our sacrifice, the atonement for our sin. He was crucified upon an old Roman cross, and he hung between heaven and earth for the sins of the world. He was buried, and thank God he rose again the third day victorious. Up from the grave he arose, triumphant over his foes. Hallelujah, hallelujah, Christ arose. He is today at the right hand of the Father, making intercession for you and I. And so in closing, let me say this. Let me ask you a question. Where do you stand with the Lord Jesus Christ? You have heard the message of the gospel. If you've never been saved, will you accept him today? The choice is yours. Child of God, let me ask you this question. Are you sharing the gospel as you should? If not, then why not? It is the gospel that saves, and this preacher of the wild preached that gospel message. So I ask you the question, how about you? Will you be like John the Baptist? the preacher of the wild. He didn't make it about gimmicks and he didn't make it about gadgets and he didn't make it about programs and he certainly didn't make it about himself. He just made it about the gospel. And it's the gospel of the Lord Jesus Christ that this preacher of the wild preached about repentance. Repent ye, for the kingdom of heaven is at hand. Jesus said, except ye repent, that you all likewise perish. And so how about you, child of God? Are you sharing the gospel? Friend of mine, if you're listening today, you've never been saved, call upon the Lord Jesus Christ while he is near. Get saved when you know that you can, not when you think that you will. Well, thank you so much for listening today. This has been Brother Walter Terrell with the Sowing and Reaping Audio Podcast. And I pray that wherever you are listening at right now, that you have a great rest of your day or night just on purpose.